BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. Well, tonight in Boston, you got game four, and it's the Celtics laying four. So we saw what happened Wednesday night, right? 116-100, all Celtics all night. I know there were stretches when Steph Curry was going off and when Klay Thompson got his swerve back, but the bottom line is the Celtics finished him off. They blew him out. They beat him by 16. Good night, Irene. I laid three and a half with Boston. Everybody laughed at me. Well, laugh at this. They're up 2-1 in the series going into game four tonight. And you look back at that game, and you can talk about a lot of things that happened, but here's one of them. Dre Green sucked. He was awful. While he's Mr. Big Shot, Mr. Tough Guy, Mr. Big Mouth, always telling everybody how it's going to be, getting everybody's face, not only uh, the Celtics' faces, but the fans' faces, the media's faces. He's taking everybody on, all comers. He's the man, right? Like, he's a badass. Nobody can mess with Dre Green. Nice job in Game 3, Dre. Two points. You fouled out. You had a pathetic four rebounds, three dimes. You were one of four from the floor, oh of two from downtown. You, my friend, were worthless. You, my friend, were a liability. You were in the way at the end of the day. You did nothing. And then after the game, you start getting into it with reporters. And saying that, you know, you talking about, uh, you know, defensive schemes on your podcast isn't fodder for the Celtics in their locker room that they know exactly what you want to do against every guy on their team defensively. Uh, Blame the media. You know, blame the fans. You know, you're the heel. You're the bad guy. You asked for this. You want this. This is your world, right? You want to be the guy. Remember, game two in San Francisco, you were the tough guy that took everybody on. It was your responsibility to light up the Warriors, to get everybody jacked, to set the bar in physicality and rough stuff with Grant Williams or with Brown or with whoever. It doesn't matter. He was... 
literally anybody that he crossed paths with, he started up with. And, you know, then he bragged about it afterwards, like, this turned the series around. If I wasn't going to do it, who was going to do it? Somebody had to step up. Well, you stepped up all right. You stepped up on the roof of the building and then jumped off. Bottom line is, he went to Boston and laid a big fat egg. I mean, two points. How pathetic is that? You might as well have just had a donut instead. I mean, I'm not going to deny Curry's the badass, right? He went off for 31. He was 12 of 22 from the floor, 6 of 11 from downtown. He was jacking deep bomb daggers. He had the four dimes, uh, two dimes and four boards to go with it. So he did fall underneath that 39 and a hook, points, rebounds, assist prop that we had going on Wednesday. But I thought his 37 minutes of burn were delicious. He did it all. So Thompson got out of his funk. Everybody worried that he was finished and couldn't hit the broad side of a barn and that he sucked all of a sudden and he's lost it and his game is toast. Well, he was 7 of 17 from the floor. He hit five deep threes, a couple of them with uh, hands in his face on the wing in tough circumstances, very tight uh, situation to fire off a moving three over on the wing in front of the Celtics bench, but he was able to do it. He had 25 points, three boards, three dimes. He only committed one foul. Curry had four fouls. He was playing in foul trouble throughout. I mean, I'll give you this. I thought Andrew Wiggins had a solid game. He had 18, 7 of 16 from the floor, but 1 of 6 from downtown. He did have seven boards and two dimes. So he also had foul trouble. He was playing with four. Looney was playing with three. Looney only gave him six points and seven boards, so he was worthless. Porter gave you two threes. He had six points. Nothing else, though. One rebound. So I didn't think anyone on the Warriors did anything besides Curry and Thompson, to be honest with you. Although, you know, you shoot 46% from the floor and 37.5% from downtown. That's not bad. I mean, you shoot 46%, you're going to win a lot of games in the NBA. The problem is Boston shot 48%. They were 43 of 89 from the floor. They shot 13 of 35 from downtown. I just thought the Celtics banged more, dove for loose balls. I thought that one big pile up in the second half when uh, Smart ended up with the ball somehow in a popcorn popper. The ball was bouncing around. He ended up getting it after everybody was trying to get a jump ball. He stole it out of the... Uh, hands that were all in there and you know Curry got rolled up on there and everybody thought he was hurt but Smart got fouled and it's just the extra effort for me that uh, stood out by the Celtics in game three in the garden and you know I thought after the game uh, listening to Thompson and Kerr cry about the crowd's vulgarity is another hilarious one as if you didn't know Going into Boston in an NBA Finals that they haven't seen uh, since, you know, 2010. And they're playing in front of a raucous drunk crowd in Beantown. And you expect what? Like, Holy Rollers to show up for the game? What? Like, Sunday Mass? 
I mean, you knew it was going to be despicable and vile and disgusting and profane and foul-mouthed and dirty and sexual and homophobic and racist and everything else, didn't you? I mean, you play in Boston, you're going to get it handed to you on a silver platter the whole night long. And if your family sits anywhere down low, they're going to get abused verbally and they might get abused physically. They might very well get, you know, beers poured on them. These Celtic fans don't behave. They're crazy. They're nuts. And they give it to the other team like nobody's business. And I mean, they mean business. Uh, they're good at it. And they did get under the skin of the Warriors here in, you know, cursing real classy Boston, real classy. And, uh, you know, hearing Thompson cry about the language in front of kids. These people don't care about cussing in front of their kids. They've heard worse at home in the kitchen. Believe me, you. So what could the Warriors get out of this game? I'll tell you what they got out of it on the top of their minds was Steph Curry. How banged up is he with 4-16 left in that game three? And the Warriors were down a dozen. Curry dove to the floor trying to get a loose ball. And, you know, Horford ends up on him. And Horford rolls on the top of his left leg. Curry was on the floor for a few minutes. Uh, You know, he seemed like he was in some level of pain. Green said, I saw him getting dove on, so I picked up my foul, pushing people off of him because he's screaming at the bottom of the pile. Curry came up. He was limping. He said, obviously uh, in some pain, but I'll be all right. We'll see how it responds. Not much other to say. I I don't feel like I'm going to miss a game. Take advantage of the next 48 hours to get ready. When he went to the presser after the game, he was walking uh, with a limp, walking ginger, and was trying not to put any pressure on his left foot. He said it was eerily similar to when he got uh, rolled up on by Smart in a game in Boston in March when he got injured. And that was when Curry strained his left foot, and it's the same foot uh, in game three that he hurt. Curry did say he thought the one in March with Smart was more damaging This one was less severe. He said, Horford's a big, obviously. I haven't uh, seen the play, so I don't know if I could have avoided it or not. I was in that situation with Marcus back in the bay, and you just want to get your foot out of there. That's all I try to do at this point, knowing the position I was in. Like I said, for what I feel like, it's not as bad, so hopefully it responds over the next couple of days. I mean, if he's playing injured now the rest of the series, it's going to cost Golden State. You can count on that because Curry's their best player, and he's consistent. You know, game three, he's got the 31 spot and six threes. Finally, you get Thompson helping him, but the bottom line is nobody else did. Green was crap. All night long, the Celtic fans were given the – Pharrell, you, Dre, Chance, and it was just consistent throughout the evening. Jordan Poole had 10 on 4 of 8 shooting, uh, but struggled to find anything of an impact for his team in this game on Wednesday. Curry only shot three shots within nine feet of the basket. Everything was from deep. He said their personnel and the way that they defend is very physical, They have a way of, obviously, with Marcus on the ball, he's pretty aggressive. And Robert Williams behind the play, they usually have a lot of length and size on the wings. 
So he didn't drive a lot. He didn't get to the line a lot. He attempted just one free throw, a flagrant foul one shot in the third quarter after it was deemed Horford didn't give Curry enough landing room on his three that he made. And Curry said, I don't know why there's only one free throw. Felt like there's a, a couple of possessions of plays that could have gone my way. But he didn't get those calls. You're not going to get those calls in Boston, brah. Boston pounded the glass. They out-rebounded Golden State 47-31, including 15-6 on the offensive glass. They outscored the dubs in the paint 52-26, and that's lights out, baby. The dubs were down by 18 in the first half. I told you on C2C Wednesday, don't worry about the spread. They covered easily. I hit a ton of props. I want to do it again tonight in game four. It's going to be awesome to see if Boston can do it again, laying that fat number. We'll see. Should be an awesome game. Strap in. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.